There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, guys. It's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balanced Bond Soul on Fire. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm so excited this week. It's been, she's been on before and, but this is very long overdue because we really need to have like a powwow sit down after Hannah Burner's bachelorette party. Ladies and ladies and three gentlemen, Paige DeSorbo. <laughs> hey girl, hey. Oh, hi, my salami sister. Oh my God. <laughs> I am so in love with you. I can't I even you. begin. Oh my God. But not in a lesbian way. Don't be scared. I'm not hitting on you. But also, like, you never know. I feel like I left Hannah's bachelorette party, and I was like, what if I'm a lesbian? <laughs> you know what? It's called the Taylor effect. Uh, it's Taylor yeah. and Taylor. Yeah, we we definitely make a lot of our straight friends question why they're with men. I just remember being at dinner being like, but how did you know? And do you, like, do, should I know? Like, <laughs> what are there signs where, like, I would know? <laughs> do you feel like you would ever, in a million years, could you ever even seen it? Because just to be quite honest, before yeah. I met Taylor, I could never have seen it. No, I could never see myself in a relationship with a woman. Now, could I see myself at some point having a sexual threesome yes. with like a man and a girl? Sure, for yes. sure. That's how it starts. So be careful, hunty. I feel like I'll get married and be like, let's switch it up a little. Right? If it does happen, you will be the first person I tell. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. As your as your lesbian fairy godmother, that's really important <laughs> <Yes>. to me. <laughs> I will say, though, Taylor and I need a husband like yesterday. We really yeah. do. We need a husband for financial reasons. We also need a husband to kill bugs and like fix yes. the fire alarm when it goes off. You know, so it is the struggle is real for lesbian couples. I have that for, with Craig, but like not really. 
Oh, really? Oh, are you the man one in the relationship? I feel like there are some times where I'm just like, you're embarrassing us as a couple. Like, stop. Wait. I'll just do it. He has an irrational fear of um, raw poultry. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I understand it. I have, I have the deepest fear of salmonella poisoning. I mean, so does he. Oh, my like, God. I'm like, like, I wash my hands like I'm going into surgery when I'm cooking. No, like, he nuggets. scrubs up. He oh, scrubs no. up. And I'm like, this is a lie your parents told you to, like, not eat cookie dough. And he's like, this is real. I've seen hundreds of people get no, sick he's correct before. and you were wrong. No, a million percent. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, we have so much to talk about. So yes. the thing is, so, but real quick, I want to just roll mm-hmm. it back. So you've been on Taste of Taylor before, but a million years ago. And I've always known you through Hannah. Yes. Yes. So I've known you as like, I've known you as Paige DeSorbo, Hannah's friend. Then I got to know you as Paige DeSorbo, one of my favorite people on reality television. You're very good, by the way. I just wanted to let you know that. Thank Um, you. But then some magic happened at Hannah's bachelorette Mm -hmm. party where you became Paige DeSorbo, my friend. (laughs) It really meant a lot to me. And I just need to let you know that. I actually feel like I remember the moment. Okay, please, please, please. Because if it really meant a lot to you, then we would have the same moment. We were on the yacht. Okay, yes. Because we are, you know, like so regal, so rich. I feel like we share that. Thank you. And I feel like there was a moment on like the roof deck of the yacht where I was just like, this is my friend. I remember. (laughs) I remember. I remember. We were like total gossip session uh, just about like very deep bravo inside tracks yes but also this is something that i don't know if everybody knows but so not only do we share friends right Mm -hmm. and like circles but we share exes like x world our x world like um our vendetta they overlap and so yes. we really at the voucher party, I mean, we went deep into like, deep that stuff to the point that like other people on the bachelorette party were like, what are Paige and Taylor talking about? And I'm like, you wouldn't even we would need a whole nother weekend like you wouldn't get it. So just like, don't come near us. We ha- yeah. we're figuring something out. <laughs> like I remember sitting the last night on your yeah. bed in your room because yeah. they had the you and Sierra had the only room that wasn't literally a dorm fucking room. That was unbelievable. Me and Cheech sharing a full bed. Kill me. I love Cheech, but Jesus Christmas. I still feel bad. That's a lie. I don't feel bad at all (laughs) that I didn't give Hannah that room, but I think about it often. (laughs) Like, I couldn't, though. I couldn't. Honestly, I understand. That was, uh, that hotel was shocking. Cute, but shocking. Shocking. It's, it was for college kids. And, and I like and bachelorette I, parties. If I went yeah. to my honeymoon there, I literally would jump out the window. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I know. But yeah, I feel like we got to know each other like on a deep level. And we always knew mm-hmm. that it was like there because we knew about this right. like, you know, overlapping world stuff. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't know why I still give off rich vibes, but apparently I you do. do. And I really? Is it you the- give off? I think it's it's not like, oh, my God, she gives off like she's a billionaire. You right. give off elegance and oh. regalness and you're like your outfit aesthetic. You're always very put together. Really? And like, Yeah. I feel like a sloppy, sweaty. No. Oh, my God. Okay, well, that's not what the world thinks. Thank God. Wait, do you think it's the repurposed engagement ring that really seals the deal for me? (laughs) I think it's more that, like, you'll walk in in, like, a Bottega moment and, like, 
nobody like sometimes like we'll be with people that don't know and you're not going to be one to be like this is a Bottega bag but like I'll like slyly look and be like you look great and you're like I know it's Bottega (laughs) (laughs) I love this and this is like the biggest compliment coming from the fashion queen herself is your mom still dressing you Okay, it's switched to she's not dressing me anymore, but she is heavy on vetoing. Got you. Because the last time I had you on in like an interview capacity, you literally were like, no, my mom picks out all my outfits. But that was like literally pre-pandemic, which means it was uh, 115 years ago. I mean, I like time ceases to exist before the pandemic. Um, She was definitely instrumental in ordering things and saying, wear this, like that you would look so good in this. And now it's more like I give her, like I FaceTime her before I go to the Hamptons every weekend and I put on every outfit and I show it to her. Really? And (laughs) yes. And she's just like, I don't know where you think you're going in that. And I have to say like, you don't know everything. And she goes, okay, then I don't know everything. (laughs) Where was an outfit recently that you wore that your mom tried to veto and you said, I'm a big girl now and I will wear it i wore this turquoise like knit skirt and top set with like a lime green um jacket and i was trying to give like jacques mousse vibes on like a budget and she was just like i don't you look like a clown like she literally kim kardashians me she's like you look like fucking clowns oh my god Oh my God. I love your love of fashion. It's like my favorite thing in the entire world. Thank Seriously. You. I feel like that bonded us too. We share that. Like, and also, mm-hmm. is our your favorite store? Because it's my favorite store. It is. And I'm not ashamed I'm not, of it. I'm not meaning People that. are like, she only shops at Zara. I'm like, well, where are you going? Right. <laughs> you know, the new store because they have I everything. Mean, everybody shops. Kyle Richards was recently like, I don't know, addressing something. She like laughed at. Um, Erica Jane telling Garcelle's 14-year-old to fuck off, something like that. She had yeah. like, come out and apologize. And she was wearing a, my Zara outfit that I had just bought. And I was like, damn, even housewives? Yeah. Shit. That's the problem, though, right? Is because they're very, like, I'm just waiting for a time where, like, we all show up to a dinner in the same Zara in outfit. In the same outfit. I know. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Best Fiends. If you don't know about Best Fiends, I'm about to do you a favor. Okay, so for me, I've been playing Best Fiends now for four years, maybe even five. I um, discovered it and was completely obsessed in the best way possible. So I am a New Yorker who is now living in Jersey City. So I do a lot of commuting into the city. And there's nothing worse than being on the path or the subway into the city to run errands and stuff. And I don't know if you know this, but with a lot of games, mobile games on your phone and stuff, the second you go underground, I know because I live on the subway system, but the second you go underground, you lose the game. Oh, it's so frustrating. And then you're like sitting there being like, well, I thought I had this game to play, but now I don't. And what am I supposed to do? I can't get onto any social media, anything. Without Wi-Fi, I'm like stuck. So then I'm just like looking in my notes section, bored out of my mind but not with Best Fiends. Once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection, which is great if you're stuck without Wi-Fi, which I am a lot as a New Yorker. But also when I get the Wi-Fi back, I still want to play Best Fiends. Want to know why? Because it's a puzzle game and 
it's challenging, but not so much that like I want to smash my phone on the ground. Like it's just the right amount of challenging, but it's not too easy. I want to be very clear on that. And listen, I'm no gamer, but like I am pretty good at this game. Okay. I am on level 361. And the good thing too about Best Fiends is there's thousands of levels. I've been known to go back and play a level or two because I like to figure out all the, like the tricks and the tips. But the best thing with Best Fiends is you can go backwards. You can stay exactly where you are. You can go forwards and they're constantly creating new levels. So you'll never get bored. Also, not for nothing, but the fiends, the little characters, they're really cute. And also the music. I talk about this every time I talk about Best Fiends. And I know you're like, what are you talking about? If you know, you know. The music that they play, it's almost like their theme music. It's like, do, 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 it's my favorite song. It's a bop. I literally, I, I find myself dreaming to it. The soundtrack of Best Fiends and I love every second of it. So I'm telling you, what are you waiting for? Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. Plus earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level five. Trust me, you get there in the snap of a finger. Again, that's friends without the R, okay? So it's not best friends, it's best fiends. You got it. And now back to the podcast. Oh my God. I've definitely been with people and not that we're in the same full outfit, but like we're wearing the same like bodysuit or like something. But I feel like Zara is so good for people who have no style and then people that have amazing style. Because if you have no style, Zara put it together for you. Just go in and buy it. Literally. If you have amazing style, you are able to go and pick pieces and then wear them with like a Bottega bag and some different kind of pants and like really shine. So... Fuck well, people this, that don't like Zara. Fuck them all. Well, the stars were aligned for us, and I'm so happy that it, like finally came together. I left the bachelor party being like, I am madly in love with Paige. But like, you are so you are you are very funny on TV, but like there was a Thank whole you. new level of darkness to you that like I never fully saw. And I'm like so happy that I am part of that now. I tell everyone that that bachelorette weekend was a le- it really was a life-changing weekend. It really I was telling, was. like my other girlfriends, I was like you don't understand everyone that was there, their job is to be funny. So like <laughs> imagine being in a room and someone says one joke and then people riff on it for 10 minutes. I was like I couldn't I couldn't breathe. It most could of have the gone weekend. one of two ways. It could have either been like everybody is like so much main character energy that everybody like hates each other. Or it was like, or it could be like such a magical, like almost like, um, you know, like those movies where they get like all the stars together. Yeah. Like that. Like Valentine's Day. Like, well, no, was a horrible Taylor, example. <laughs> Taylor Swift shows up and you're like, what's going on? That's true. Well, they're like in Ocean's Eleven. It's like all the greatest yes. actors ever yes. sharing one studge. That was, that was the vibe. So salami squad for life i'm so excited i think i'm gonna start doing and this is inspired by the salami squad i think i'm gonna kick Mm. it off like okay so i don't think ian schrager ian schrager i think he ran um vanity fair right am i making that up i have no idea i'm sure i'm wrong i'm wrong nine times out of ten but if i'm wrong you know who i'm talking about but he was famous and i believe he was a gay man he was famous for having like C and be seen must be there like intimate dinner parties. 
So post Salami Squad, I was like, we have to all get together again. And I was like, I said it. I was like, I will host a dinner party at my great apartment. You guys have to leave the island if, if that's okay with you to come Wait, to Jersey this- City. But... This is giving me Sex in the City vibes yes. when they go to Brooklyn because yes. Smith Jared was starring in a play and yes. they were like, we're leaving the island. And this is our moment when we leave the island. Yes. But there will not be full frontal nudity. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Honestly, with this group, you never know. <laughs> you never know. So have this dinner party and then actually, wait, I always steal Hannah's idea. This was Hannah's idea. And then, <laughs> And then she's like, but bring a new person into the salami squad like every single time, but only that once. sounds like Hunger Games, though. <laughs> no. So We're I like, can you the, survive the salami the squad? The will be salami squad. And then I believe, I, I think Claudia needs to be the person that we bring in. I was, okay, I she hate leaving my house. I hate it. Like, I'm not going out to like a girl's dinner ever in my life unless like, Oh, I have to. Right. Except I have fantasies of a dinner of like me, you, Hannah, Stasi, Claudia. Yes. Like yes. I, I need it. I need okay. it so badly. Okay. I think Stasi said like she's thinking of coming to New York in the fall. So I'm gonna play this off for the fall. Oh my Dumb. god. I'm so Dumb. excited. Um, okay. But okay. So we are friends now, but I'm also a fan, Paige. I really am. Thank like, you. I'm obsessed. So you are doing so many Bravo shows right now. It's kind of insane. So of course. No, it's kind of insane. <laughs> Summer House, you've been on now for a yeah. bunch of seasons. Yeah. Uh, I know you can neither confirm nor deny things, but I'm assuming that mm-hmm. you're probably uh, in the midst of doing something. Uh, Summer House yes. is decent. Also, then we get to see you on Winter House, which was like yes. everything of the sort. But now my bitch is on Southern Charm, which I've always been such a sneaky fan of Southern Charm. And like, are you filming literally 12 months out of the year? I've been on reality TV for literally two years straight. My therapist, he doesn't think it's healthy. I don't either, (laughs) but I love it, but I don't. It's great for me. It's a lot because I only get like a maybe like a month or two break from when the next thing is going to air. Right. And the reason it's so much is because that was a year ago in my, in my real life. So even if there's a problem that's airing, I'm like, okay, but now I have to revisit this, talk to whoever is involved and be like, Hey, are we still good? Because now we're a year later. So you're nonstop. Even if you're not filming every single month out of the year, you are nonstop engaging in reality TV show. Like I would say responsibilities. Cause that's the thing is, and I know this for just from watching the Vanderpump crew, they they film for what? I don't know, three months, four months. But then, yeah. like, there's pickups. And then there's, like, you know, they have to. And then when it's airing, they have to watch episodes. They cannot skip it, even if they can't stand it. Because I believe, do you guys all still do this? The, like, Bravo bro- blogs? Do you guys still have to do that stuff? No. Bless. No, I, Bless and believe. Yeah. That was, no, that was I could the dark never. days. When they had to, like, no. blog about the show and their feelings. That's, like, like Craig doesn't abusive. watch. Craig has, Craig Craig has watch? never watched an episode of Southern Charm in like five years. Is that the, do you think that's the vibe or do you think that that's insane? I think, I think it's 50-50. I think that totally could be the vibe, but I'm not trying to walk into a reunion and be like, I have no idea what happened. Like, I need to have my points. Yeah, that like, explains a lot about Craig's uh, reunion <laughs> yeah. behavior. I'm like, this isn't just like a drunk party. Like, you have to <laughs> yeah, get your I'm points so across. 
<laughs> He's oh, a the last mess. one was my favorite. His hair, like progressively, like as the day went on, him and his hair were like working together. They were like, we are tired. <laughs> and the fact that he looks like Santa's helper, like what was he wearing? Like a plaid fucking blazer? Like I was like, where are you going? Hey, wait, wait, wait. Were you guys dating when he did that reunion? No, no, I think I think they filmed that reunion right before they came to Winter House. Okay. God, that's so insane. So this is a really cool thing about Bravo 2. I was talking about with Stassi because Stassi was like, this is so unfair. And she was like, I'm so here for like the all the Bravo peeps getting to be friends and getting to go on like these like offshoot shows. Yes. And she was like, but when I was on Vanderpump, like there was like severe separation. It was like, this yes. is Vanderpump and Southern Charm. And even though you guys are actually friends, you, nobody can know your friends. Very right. like um, methodical. Like, like this is over here and this is over here. And now I feel like, what do you think did it? Do you think it was Winterhouse that kind of like bust the doors open on you guys being able to like overlap a lot? I mean, I guess there was... Vanderpump did lead into Summer House, and then you guys had right. them back on. But aside from that, like, like Paige, you were literally like all over Bravo. It's unreal. I know it's so uncomfy sometimes. <laughs> What's um, the hardest part I about think being like in filming? I love filming because okay. I love attention. So like I love walking into a room and knowing there's a camera that's waiting for me. Like I love that part of it. Right. The airing part is so hard because you're filming something. I mean, Summer House, we filmed for 72 hours. Like it is oh, not when you get about there that. Friday. That, you guys are like the big brother of Bravo. Yeah, like you so there's so much content and there's like if there's an argument, that argument definitely went more than four minutes than what it's shown on TV. Like we probably sat there for an hour and they just can't put everything in. So they really have to like cut it down to like both people's main points. But sometimes you watch it and you're like, I made such a better point and gave you a reason and that no one saw it. No one saw it. And no one saw what you said to me before. So right. it's, it's hard to watch it knowing that like you lived the real life. You know exactly how you felt in that moment. And it's not coming across on national television. And so then people come and they hate you. And you're like, but wait, wait, wait. There was so much more that I have. Like, there's so much that I could say, but right. you can't. Like, you can't because you'll get so wrapped up in it. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Rothy's. Question, have you ever seen someone wearing just a fab pair of flats and thought, dang, those are so cute? Well, guess what? They were probably Rothy's because they are the best of the best when it comes to flats. Rothy's are the perfect shoe for commuting and traveling and everyone notices them. Every time I wear mine, people are like, those are cute because like, let's be real. A lot of ballet flats are heinous, um, but they're so important to work into your attire because they're functional and they're comfortable and they just like get the job done. But it's like, well, why can't they be cute too? Well, Rothy's was like, we agree. And so they cornered the market and they just make the cutest pointed toe flats I've ever seen. I'm a girl who's 5'4 and I'm a curvaceous, okay? A rounded toe, it does not work for me. I need the point. It elongates the leg. It makes the knees look skinny for her. And so that's why I love Rothy's because they really have just like the perfect pointed ballet flat. Mm, Chef's kiss. 
They're really the perfect shoe for commuting and traveling. And like I said, they're known for their chic pointed toe flats, but that's really just the beginning. They have tons of iconic head turning designs and also the colors. They're bright, but they're still like sophisticated. They're fabulous. There's a hot pink one, honey. I believe hot pink can be a neutral. It's just like that pop of color, but like it really works with everything. I think it looks great with Nava Blue, uh, cute with black, also great with other bright colors, like a red, honey, a cherry red and a hot pink flat. Yes, girl. And what I love too is you can wear them during the day, yoga pants, whatever, like a sundress. And you also can dress them up for a night out. I am telling you, I am telling you. And they're insanely comfortable. Like I'm talking a slipper. And as soon as you take your first step, you just think like, oh, that is more like it. I love a heel. But Rothy's is chic and it's also comfortable. And I love this. Rothy's takes sustainability like to the literal next level. All their products are knit with thread made from, wait for it, plastic water bottles. Yeah. So they've repurposed around 125 million water bottles so far, which is crazy and really good for the environment. And the best part, so like they're stylish, they're comfortable. They're doing good for the earth and you can wash them. I know. So literally you take your shoes, like if it gets a little muddy or scraped or just kind of stinks or you're like, I've been walking around the city in these forever. You literally can boop, stick them in your washing machine and they come out like brand new. Girl, your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles that you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash Taylor. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R for $20 off your first order. Again, rothys.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a freak around cameras. I mean, I you maybe saw a little bit of it on Hannah's Bachelorette because she had a freak who was her wedding photographer. Yeah. But he was there taking pictures and video. And when I first met him, I was like, I am not the one. Don't even You're fuck not. with me. Like, yeah. stay away from me. But then we fell in love and, and he made me more comfortable. But like... I, I like, I freak out when I'm around cameras. Like I've gone to like summer houses, like parties a couple times and I was like unwell. I'm not okay around a camera. Was it hard for you in the beginning? Like the first season that you were on or were you always comfortable in front of the camera? I've always been pretty comfortable in front of a camera. Um, I went to college for broadcast journalism. So I knew like Right. No matter what I did, I, I wanted to be in front of a camera. Obviously, a reality show is like a totally different beast. My first yes. weekend, I almost passed out. Like I had to go into the bathroom at one point and call my mom because I was like, this is this is not I'm not doing this. This is what insane. Was what, what was like overwhelming you to the point of passing out? Literally everything like you walk into the house. You're by yourself. I walked in by myself. For some reason, you're not. Before you go in, you don't think like, oh, okay, this whole room is going to have these massive lights. Like there's lights all over the ceiling. There's right. two camera people like holding a camera and you look to them because you're like, that's a human. You're like, what do I do? And they're like, right. they don't, aren't talking to you. So like you just kind of like walk in. Yeah. Like we're not here. Like just do like whatever. And so it's very awkward when you first get in there and you're just like, this is like not like normal and then yes there are cameras in the walls and stuff like all around the house that that you don't like you forget that that's there but it's just very jarring because like when else do you walk into a house and someone's like filming you with a hundred pound camera like i mean the crews too on set are like i mean you've got producers you've got camera people i mean yeah like there's like what 
eight to ten of you like that are in the cast, but then how many other people are like working on the show? Probably like fifty. That's insane. Yeah. There's how many whole... people like on location the whole time? Yeah. Not, I mean, not at nighttime. Right. Like when the cameras are down, like when we're done filming and then it's just surveillance. No, there's not 50 people. Maybe there's like two or three. But yeah, like during the day at like a party, for example, there's 50 people there because they're either filming it. They're in the control room. They're like following the camera. Like, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it that like people would just never know. Exactly. You guys posted... It was a couple seasons ago, Summer House. You guys posted a picture all together, like with yeah. the actual crew on top of the cast. And I was yeah. like, shit, that is insane. You just don't even think about it. Um, That's why I love the filming and I hate right. the airing. Because when you're filming, yes, then you do get to know the producers. You do get to know the camera people. Like, you're friends with them. And right. like, if they're on multiple seasons, you know, like there's one couple that he was a cameraman. She was a producer. They met on summer house a couple years ago. Now they're engaged. Amazing. Like, so like you get to meet all these people and it's so fun and you laugh with them. And then when it airs, like no one would ever know. And you hate you know, everybody five minutes before you were crying that you were like laughing with the camera guy, <laughs> you know? Right. So so the airing is that pretty fun. Are, do you yeah. feel like very, when you're watching it air, do you feel like so, I guess, caught off guard or misrepresented? Or do you feel like it pretty much flows the way you've experienced <clears throat> it? Like without like I, maybe like the nuanced details. It's so different. Like... Obviously, if you watch an episode and you don't look great in that episode, you're like, oh, my God, they like edited it so wrong. And like, yes, there are times where you're just like, I feel fucked over. And then there are times where I'm like, oh, like maybe they kind of saved me in that scene or something like it definitely flips and flops as our show gets bigger. And as like we have more following, it's definitely so much harder because it's very 50-50, like 50% love you, 50% hate you. And honestly, neither of them are right because neither of them know you. Well, exactly. So Audrina Patridge was just on Call Her Daddy. She has a book coming Mm -hmm. out. And she was saying, and I feel like maybe Adam DeVillo and The Hills might be, maybe it's different from Bravo reality shows. I'm not quite sure you can answer it. But she was basically saying how like, she she was saying that when you're a reality TV star, you're kind of like an improv actor. You're being yourself and you're acting as yourself. But like, there's definitely, like she was saying, when you do reality TV, like you think the audience will be smart enough to like know that it's like not like like all real like it's not fake, but it's not like there is a part of that you're doing a job. And she was like, but right. the audiences <laughs> don't get it, and it ruins your life. Life. I've I've always said like they have that term like the fourth wall. Like they never let you break it because right. like you're watching a television show. But I'm like that would be so much more real like okay when they are doing housewives like the girls trip and like the Dorinda show and they break the fourth wall and they say like well this aired and this was in the episode and like they talk about it I'm so much more interested because it seems so much more real yeah like why can't we talk about how there's a camera right here and I know you're saying that because there's a camera right here like why can't we say that I feel like half the fights we see on Bravo are fights about something that they're not fighting about. Like it's it's like like they're fighting, but what we're totally. hearing their fights about is actually like something that if they said the real reason they're fighting it would break the fourth wall and therefore it wouldn't make sense. So they have to fight about like um like you served my prosecco in the wrong glass when it's right. like bitch you took a job right. for me like oh, on eat right. or something. That's how I feel. That's I specifically feel like that with Beverly Hills. 
Yeah. And I don't know why I get that vibe, but that is the vibe that I get. I think that like they're fighting about like somebody makes more money or like somebody stole somebody's agent. Like very like um, Hollywood Swift and Katy Perry and like fighting over like fucking background dancers and shit like that. Right. (laughs) Right. That's how I feel. And I, I think that is pretty true. Like, yeah, there are obviously like arguments that America would never know that like we've had arguments about because it wouldn't make sense. But also like, would it? I don't know. I think it would. I mean, because I feel like I have the honor and the privilege of mm-hmm. being friends with people who are on reality TV. So, like, right. I will say that, like, the drama you guys see, it is the drama. But, like, right. yes, there's always, like, a couple extra details that you're like, well, if you knew the, if you knew these details, you might feel differently. Like, I feel right. like everybody's fan favorite on a show, I'm always, like, the opposite of because I feel like I'm also, like, really smart when it comes to watching reality television. Like, yeah. I really, I see everything. <laughs> well, I think you're also a very good judge of character just, like, in general. Thank you. Of people. Is that because I love you so much? <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'm like, you have great taste in people. You love me and Hannah. And like, <laughs> I actually totally agree with that statement. Sierra, I love all the I right love, people. If I love, love them, if I'm friends with them, that is the vibe. I promise right. you. Right. Um, and you really do know in the first 30 seconds of meeting someone, you know, like if you vibe with them or not, yes. like even though we weren't as close as we are now, like yes. I knew when I first met you, I was like, I love her. Same like she's cool. Same. But I just never know because I just <clears throat> I never want to be like annoying. That's like my number one biggest fear, which is insane yeah. that I do this job because this job is the most annoying. But I've I, never thought you were annoying. Oh, my God. Thank you. And Taylor Donahue is and the I most scared of being everyone's annoying. annoying. So I'll, you think everyone's annoying? Everyone is annoying. (laughs) You wouldn't be. Taylor, you would have no idea how many people on my Instagram that I follow that are muted. That I'm just like, stop. Because I'm not going to be the person that's like, I'm unfollowing them. Never. You're never going to see an an article that's like, Paige DeSorbo unfollowed. Never in my life. But you, bitch, know that you are muted. Like, you are muted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, people can be, I feel like there's so many people I do like in real life that I do hate on Instagram. Um, Totally. Like, so many. But the thing is, maybe I'm not annoying on Instagram because I never post. Like, I... (laughs) (laughs) Hannah's always posting. Do you know how many times I've just swiped on her Instagram stories? And I know she does it to me, too. But I'm just like, okay, enough. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Smooge. Oh. I'm about to change your world with smooch, honey. Question. Do you love a daiquiri? Do you love a pina colada? It's like nothing screams beach or poolside like one of those fabulous frozen drinks. However, they're not that good for you. They're also a huge pain in the butt to make, okay? Once there's a blender involved, your girl is out. I'm out. I just, I, I can't be dealing with it. Making it, all the ingredients, the pouring, the spilling, Blech. But I do love them. I love a pina colada. I love a daiquiri. Well, guess what? With smooch hard smoothies, you get the best of both worlds. Exactly. So here's the deal. Smooge is essentially an adult smoothie in a can. So this genius independent beverage company in Ann Arbor, Michigan, of course, what a great place. They created this whole new category of alcohol and uh, it's super creative. It's like, you know, when an idea is so good, you're like, oh my God, why didn't I think of that? It's like, it feels obvious, but it's like, well, it wasn't obvious until it was in your face, girlfriend. That's smooch. 
So Smooch, it's a hard smoothie and they're packed with real fruit and a hint of carbonation, which I love because it gives it that effervescent. Like for me, I like wine when it has almost like a minerality to it. Um, I'm known to put like a lot of seltzer water into my drinks because I just kind of like that that little like little, little fizzle, fizzle, if you will. And that's why I love Smooch because you've got that like smoothie, real fruit goodness, but then it's just got this little hint of carbonation. And I'm telling you guys, there's so much real fruit in every single sip and it's 5% ABV, which I'm here for. Also, it's gluten-free, dairy-free, and it's vegan. So definitely you can feel a guiltless when you're enjoying your smooge. And the packaging, it's fun. It's beautiful, it's cute, it's pastelli. So they've got um, amazing flavors. So they got a pina colada that literally, it like gives you all the vibes of a pina colada that you want, but like you just don't, you're not gonna make it yourself. Smooge, they did it for you. You don't have to do anything. You just crack open that can. They've also got strawberry banana. Mm, it's like real strawberries, real bananas. And then the tropical trip, Whoo. We, we've got passion fruit. We've got mango. Yes, please. Guava, pineapple, coconut explosion in the mouth. That's why it's called Smooge. And my favorite thing, Smooge is now available to ship across the U.S. And it's also in stores across major um, metropolitan areas. So visit drinksmooge.com. That's drink, S-M-O-O-J.com to find Smooge near you and use your code Taylor. T-A-Y-L-O-R, to get 15% off an entire box of hard smoothies shipped straight to your doorstep. Again, visit drinksmooge.com and use my code Taylor to get 15% off. And a friendly reminder that you must be over 21 to enjoy Smooge. And now back to the podcast. Now you're in a relationship. And listen, I know. You and Craig were on Winter House. You guys were not together. Then this last season of Summer House, you guys were very much like in the, we're casually dating, we're seeing other people, but like your relationship, we were like following the journey of your relationship. So now cut to Southern Charm. What is it? Season eight? Season seven, season eight is on? Yeah, I think they're season eight. If you guys don't watch it, you have to. It's the fucking best. But now you're on like in a committed, exclusive relationship and it's so so how is that different from like all the other seasons that you've done real tv it's so different because he could do something in a scene or in a conversation where i'm not even there i'm not even in the state of south carolina and that airs and people will now come to my instagram and be like what are you doing you're so stupid so like everything I mean, this is, it's like this in real life too. Like you are a reflection of your partner at all times, Yes, but it's so heightened when you're on television. Oh my, I can't even imagine. You know, we aren't like the most loved couple in the reality TV world, but there's something about (laughs) sometimes being hated together that you're like, it kind of brings you closer. Like there was a moment, like there was a couple months where like people hated us. When, when, when? Tell me, tell me when. I think, I mean, it was definitely Summer House airing and then like Summer House, like it was, it was. Was it like when the Kristen Cavalieri stuff came out? That was No, it wasn't even that. People were also like so mad at me. Mad at you? Yeah, people were so mad at me for that stuff because like any interview, I'd be like, look, I I don't know her and I'm like a fan. And then I ended up meeting her in person and I was and she was like, hey, thanks for always being cool. And I was like, 
oh my God, why would I be mad? Like, I think you're cool. You know, so like people make up fights. Um, But when people were like really disliking us as a couple, I think this is like the Scorpio in me. I was like, kind of love this for us. It was a turn on. And like it brought us closer because he was like, wow, people you know, really don't, really don't like you. And I'm like, well, people really don't like you. <laughs> We're Wait. like, let's stay home and not go anywhere. And he's like, great. <laughs> what was like the, like most common, like the, the, the commonality of people like not liking you guys as a couple, like you guys as a couple, because you, the thing too with you guys is you went on a journey, like a journey yeah. most couples would never survive. And what I right. loved in the season of Southern Charm, it was like, because you knew about Naomi and Craig, yeah. because he told you before, because that's a good relationship. You were like, yeah, I know. Like that would have been the entire season. Yeah. yeah. Had you guys he not told had me that. that. He told me that before we like became official and we became exactly. official off camera and he told me he loved me off camera. So there are certain moments that like, yeah, we're, we're in our real life. I'm not going to wait till there's a camera there to tell my boyfriend <laughs> I love him, you know, like, yeah. so what was the question? <laughs> good question about my question (laughs) it was like what was the hardest part or like would they hate us for the most oh yeah okay but like why did people not like you together I because I would feel like people I think people thought it was initially that people thought like we were doing this as a PR stunt. Got it. It was a fake I never, relationship. Yeah, which I never really got that mad about because I was like, okay, well, I know that it's not. So, like, I don't really care about that right. rumor. And then people were like, Shh, you know, they're only together for the show and they think they're going to be, like, 10 times more famous and she's just doing that to be on Southern Charm. I didn't want to go on Southern Charm. Yeah. I did you guys, not Do you want, want another job on, on top of your other jobs? No. Like, I, I wanted no part in it. And... You know, then I I couldn't not go on it, though, because that's his job. And I had a boyfriend that didn't film and that only messes up that person. So it would only be hurting Craig. Um, So it was just a lot of like you just like want clout and you just want to be famous and like a lot of jealousy, I feel like. Absolutely. That's what yeah. fuels the audience. But it hurts your feelings. I'm just like, wait, no, this man is in my bed. Get him out. Like, I'm not with him just to like be <laughs> famous. Like he's snoring and he's annoying me right now. <laughs> so like I love him. Are you are you gonna be joining the cast of Southern Charm? Like what or there's been rumors. No, I'm I'm totally cool with like basically being a friend of Fred Craig. Um, also, I feel like to be a main cast member on Southern Charm, I would have to live there. And I'm not going to like speed up my real life yes. for like a television show. Yes. So I have like zero plans of moving to South Carolina. I think that like... D- down the road if it aligns that like I'm moving to South Carolina and their show is still even on I think I could do it because I am you know friendly with some of the girls on the show so it wouldn't be like totally weird if I like went to lunch with Madison um yeah yeah tell me about Madison I love her I'm so happy to hear that I'm so happy to hear that I have a friend who's a producer and she worked Mm -hmm. on Southern Charm and she was just like raving about how great Madison was and how she was like shaking up shit down there and like scaring like you know like the like old like spoiled boy mentality like she was like schooling 
Austin. I mean, regardless of her relationship with Austin, because I didn't know them when they dated and I'm still obviously friends with Austin. It's yes. so separated, I feel like, because I became friends with her after they broke up. So I don't even like think about her as like Austin's ex. I yes. think about her just as like Madison. Um She's just like down to earth. She's just cool. Like when I first walked in to filming, I'd really only talked to her on Instagram and it very much felt like, oh, that's my friend. She just got here. Like I felt a little at ease right. when she walked into my first like all cast event. Um, and like she's stunning to look at. Like she's the oh. type of girl that you're having a conversation with her and you're just like, you're so fucking pretty. Yes. Like yes. I can't even finish like, I actually said that to Stassi, too. Is it There's she? Something about, something about, I have must have a thing for blondes. blondes. I just like girls that don't look like me. Right. Where, like, they just, I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't even know what you're saying because I'm, like, staring at your staring skin. At you. I know. I, yeah. I, I do that to Stassi, and I'm like, this is really weird. We're, like, on tour together. <laughs> you're, like, literally my best, best friend. And all I'm thinking about I'm is, like, like I want to her eyes are, like, face. glistening like a Disney princess. <laughs> like, how does a human Literal, look like this? No, seriously, blondes with blue eyes, they look like Disney princesses. It's unbelievable. It's so unfair. How are you and Naomi? Okay. I feel like I've been waiting. No one's really like asked me this question. Because everybody loves you. Ever. Nobody wants to ask you uncomfortable questions because like they just want <laughs> you to love them. <laughs> so when we were filming, I was like, I don't care. Like this was like six years ago. Like this is like so like that would be crazy if I really cared about like your ex-girlfriend from six years ago. I don't even know who I dated six years ago. Like hope he's well, but like I have no idea. Um, her and I DM. Like I and there is also a thing in like the Bravo world that like when you're show is about to air you guys you your cast does press obviously like the week leading up to it and so like you see everything that like your name is mentioned in and I saw like a bunch of her press clips and she was so nice and so like lovely about me in press and when our season was about to air like I did the same thing I was like very nice to the general public and I just shot her a message on Instagram and I was like thanks so much for like just being normal and like being nice about it and she was like obviously like you did the same for me like very cool you know like she doesn't want to date Craig <laughs> you know like she's like doing her own thing Craig is like this was six years ago like you're my girlfriend so like I think people would want us to not get along right but I don't dislike her and I feel like in a totally different world we probably would have been friends like who knows if she had moved to New York and right. stayed in New York I probably would have gone to lunch with like her and Amanda because they were like friendly oh so right. you never know yeah you know it's yeah. interesting because so the most recent episode just aired by the time this comes out and mm -hmm. um and I actually haven't seen the exit. It's not quite out yet, but I saw like the important stuff, um, right. which was you and Craig having a conversation about like, yeah, you and Naomi can be like, you know, cordial, but there's totally. a difference between being cordial and like being like besties with like your ex who you recently like had a thing with. So, right. So explain that a little bit further. I'm a million percent on board with you. I actually have to say you are like the, you are the coolest kitty cat in all the land. Like wow. you really, you. you really are like the way you and Craig were like, not an open relationship, but you guys were, you know, you weren't exclusive and you were like right. very like, it's okay. That's the way it goes. You were doing your thing with Andrea. He was doing whatever right. he was doing. Yeah. There was like moments where you're like, oh, that's like in the gut, like a punch. Yeah. But, but like, you like, can't be mad. You'd be like, but we can't be mad. And you, but like a lot of girls say they'll be cool 
and that they're not mad, but they're like passive aggressive and pissed as shit. Like you genuinely are just like, how are you so stable? I don't know. <laughs> like, I have no idea. version of you or is this how you've I feel always like been? It, no, I feel like, no, I've never, I haven't been like this always. I feel like I am about to turn 30 and in the past like year, a lot of things really just kind of have clicked for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I have so, I am a very anxious person. Like I've gone through anxiety, depression. And I feel like because I am so anxious, I kind of pick what to be anxious about. And sometimes things seem so overwhelming that I'm like, I can't even think about that because I'll be so anxious about it. So I don't even think about it. And I'm just like, I'm just like, that's not and I'm then not going to even just, bring you're that just in. Bother because you don't even let it come into your. I don't even let bothersome. it affect me because I will sit here and make up so many fake scenarios. Get so anxious, get so mad, and now I'm just like, if it happens, I'll deal with it when it happens. But right now, nothing's happening, so don't be anxious about it. When you're scrolling through social media, how can you tell what's real? Misinformation can be dangerous, especially when it's related to your health. Anything can be posted online without being fact checked, but. If you heard about the secret to permanent weight loss, wouldn't you give it a follow? Tanya Zuckerbrot, founder of the trendy high fiber F-Factor diet, has celebrity followers, including Megyn Kelly and supermodel Olivia Culpo. Tanya has a nice house, nice husband, nice vacations, a very aspirational lifestyle. But allegations of troubling side effects with the diet began to surface and people started to question, is she selling powder or power? Emily Gellis, a popular fashion influencer, saw these allegations and put the diet on blast to her own large social following. She launched a crusade to expose Tanya and the F-Factor diet. Emily thought bringing awareness to the claims would be enough, but that was just the beginning. What was once an online feud escalated into the real world, resulting in threats, lawsuits, and a whole whole lot of drama. From Wondery, the makers of Over My Dead Body and The Shrink Next Door, comes a new series about wealth, wellness, and influence. Host Casey Wilson guides us through the crazy feud, telling both sides of the story with a side of sarcasm. Listen to Fed Up on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. You know, it's so true, like worrying about anything, relationships, career, um, like maybe like even think like health right I yep. feel like a, a healthy amount of worry is good because it keeps you like on top of shit like doing your right. job totally. <laughs> and like you know pay, paying your partner attention going to the doctor right but outside of that what's the point in worrying you know what I'm saying like I've just feel no. like when this shit happens it comes out of left field anyway no amount of worrying can prevent it from happening anyway right so just enjoy it until shit if you're like letting yourself go to the dark place that you're worried about happening happens like right. there's just no point and even going and I'm there. also like, like we live in New York City. We could go on dates every night of the week. If I ever feel like I'm in a relationship that like the person I'm dating wants to date someone else or isn't fully invested or like, God forbid, cheated on me, like I would really be fine being like, okay, like I'll find someone else. Like obviously I'm not for you and you're not for me. And like, that's fine. Yes. And I feel like I've been like that ever since I was like 25 and dated someone who like serial cheated on me. Right. And I just got to a point where I was just like, I've gone through this so many times now that like, this is not a thing I ever deal with in my relationships anymore. Cause I'm just, I'm gone. I'm out. 
yes, you're cool. Yes, you know, you're like, um, you don't think, let things bother you. But you do still have boundaries, which I respect. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And Craig is... If there's one thing I don't worry about in our relationship, now there's like a million things, obviously, that you worry about in a relationship. But if there's one thing I don't worry about, it's Craig being inappropriate with another girl. But I feel like for me, it's important to say things out loud and like set boundaries. Um, And also we are filming a show. Like obviously it's the first time Craig and Naomi are back on the show together and broken up and like, you want to see them, you want to see them interact. So like, I'm not naive enough to know that like, they're never going to film together or like they're not going to have one-on-one conversations. Like me as a viewer who has watched Southern Charm since the beginning, I want to see it. Like I want to see what they have to say to each other. Like I would love to know. Now, like, do I, did I get it firsthand and get it before it's going to air? Sure. But I, like, I was never worried that like something was going to happen, but like, who, what my personality is, I had to say, like, look, don't be a fucking idiot. Like, would you want me going out to lunch with Perry and grabbing a drink? I mean, Perry would never. (laughs) I love when you were like, like, that would just be inappropriate. I love when you were like, hi, I'm, I'm never going to see you again. Like that is so (laughs) me. Like my exes, as far as I know, like they're in the ground. Like they don't even exist. I think they all died. Like, I don't know. I have no idea where they are, what they're doing. Like, but not that I'm not friends with them in terms of like, if I saw them, I would say, oh my God, hi, how are you? But I have no idea what's going (laughs) on in their life. I would run in the opposite (laughs) direction. I mean, there are times where I've seen someone in New York City and promptly crossed the street. I jaywalked. I was like, give me a ticket because I'm not passing this person. But like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. No, I can't run into my ex-husband because I'm still wearing the engagement ring he gave me. (laughs) How embarrassing. Oh, are you so you and Craig are still long distance, though, right? Yes. So how is that? How is long distance? Honestly, I think it's fun. I love long distance. and I feel bad every time I say it because I'm like, I love when you fucking leave. Um, No, I like being alone a certain amount of like hours in a day and we don't do traditional long distance because we don't have like nine to five jobs. So I see this man every single week. Like he's on his way to my apartment right now. Um, So I think the longest we've ever gone is two weeks and that's because I went on a vacation with my family and yeah. said he wasn't invited. Well, I was going to say, you know, he was like, I was like, wait, where's, I thought it was a you and Craig trip. And then I was like, who is that older, handsome gentleman? That's Paige's dad. I hope people <laughs> were like, oh my God, they definitely broke up. Like Craig is not on this family right. trip. Right. My mother, who is the sweetest woman in the world, but also fucking terrifying. <laughs> What We were planning this trip all year and she said, I would really love our, the first, we had never been to Italy. She was like, I would really love the first time we go to Italy as a family for it to just be the four of us because one day right. we'll, we won't be able to be the four of us. You'll be married. Your brother will be married. You'll yeah. both have kids. Like I want to remember it just being the four of us. And I was like, I fucking love that. And I was like, Craig, you're out. Like, Are you kidding me? My grandmother, my muffner, she used to take like all her kids on trips and not invite their significant others. And one time my dad like suggested that she go to Fiji. And so she like took my mom and paid for it. And then she invited my dad, but he had to pay for it his own way. 
I love that. I love it. I know, right? Because it's also like if Craig came, obviously he would have had a great time. My family loves him. But there are so many like inside jokes that the four of us have or like memories. Like I wouldn't want him to feel left out. And he totally would have. Yeah. Oh my God, wait. Speaking of Craig, I don't know if I, I think I told you the story at the bachelor party, but if I didn't, I want to tell, regardless, I want to tell you now. So I have the best story about Craig, like the best fucking story. Okay. So you guys, Fat Carrie Bradshaw, you know, Chris Burns, right? Yes. 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 So Chris is on the Taylor Strecker show with me. I've known him forever and ever and ever. So years ago, Chris was, um, he was at BravoCon and he was like moderating Mm -hmm. some whatever. He did our thing. He moderated for Summer House. This is it. Okay, yes. So this is it. So you guys were all in the green room. I don't think you know this. No. You were in the room, but I don't think you know this. So you guys were all there. And for whatever reason, Craig was there as well. This is before you and Craig were together. This was like when you and Craig were just friends. I don't know why he was there. Maybe it was like a... Maybe it was like a, but I know it's the truth because Chris told me and like Chris doesn't make shit up and he doesn't lie. We did share green rooms. Like it wasn't just Summer House in one green room. Like we had shared it with Beverly Hills one day. And like, so yeah, it's totally possible that multiple Bravo people could have been in any green room at any time. So this, this makes sense now. So you guys are all there with Chris Burns talking and Carl says to Chris like, hey, fat Carrie Bradshaw, because that's his Instagram handle. And Craig... So like they were talking and then Craig went like this to Carl. Hey man, that's not cool. <laughs> and Carl goes, what do you mean? Like he's like, huh? Like lost. And then he walks over, Craig walks over to Chris and goes like this. You're just Gary to me, man. <laughs> he called him the wrong name. Too. He thought his name was Gary, but they were like, hey, you're fat. You're fat, Gary. <laughs> And Craig was like, no, that's I'm not cool, my- and I don't stand for it. You're just scary to me, man. But that's the point. Is That shows his heart. Also, <laughs> like, this is 10 times funnier because my brother's name is Gary, and so I can't wait to tell this story. Oh, my God. That is so fucking sweet. And Chris has always said he's like, Craig's a, he's a real one. He's a good guy. Like, he fucking stood up for me. I didn't even need it, but he was still there, and he didn't even know me, and he had my back. Humanitarian oh of the Year God. Award goes to He Craig. really is. He's such a sensitive man. I, I And that. I am so not sensitive. Like, I, my love language is being mean <laughs> to you and making fun of you. And sometimes I have to actively apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't think you're stupid. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Like, what's an example of, like, something that you'll say to him that will, like, hurt his feelings? I don't even know because he really cannot take a joke, but like he's getting better and now he'll like kind of try and honestly, our love language is like trolling each other. Like I love trolling him on Instagram. And like in the beginning, he was like, that was kind of mean. I was like, it's fucking funny. Like, (laughs) don't worry about it. But like, I like that stuff. So he's like, he's warming up to the idea. I have heard rumors that there could be an engagement on the horizon. Can you speak to that? No, there's no. <laughs> I've has not been dating this man for even a year yet. Oh my god, um, really? It feels like longer for some reason. It feels like so much longer, I think because like of TV. So yeah. we haven't even been dating a year. I am not ready to move to South Carolina. I've never lived with a significant other before. So like really? that is actually a very big step for me. Yes. I'm in zero rush whatsoever. Craig is about to turn 35. I'm about to turn 30. I have zero timeline. 
um, honestly, I think about being a mom more than I think about getting married. Um, Are you going to pull like a Kourtney Kardashian? Would you do that? Would you be like no, more? My mom would have, kill me. I was going to no. say, if your my mom, mom like has to pick out your outfits, I think me. she would have some opinions on that. <laughs> no, but I'm just, I'm really not... I'm really not in a rush. I feel like we took our like meeting each other and our like talking phase very slowly. I feel like we're taking our relationship very slowly. Like I don't feel the need to like move in together, get engaged, like plan a wedding. Like I don't, I don't want to do it yet. I'm a big fan of that. I mean, when I was with Wasbin, we moved rapid fire because we were checking off all the boxes. It was like we dated a year. Then I moved in. Then we were engaged for a year and a half. And then we were married. It was like, it was like. I like I wasn't ready. I was just saying yes and going through the motions with Tay. My God, yeah. we were together like seven years before we got engaged, and I loved yeah. it. It was fabulous. Like I don't, fe- yeah. Like I don't feel like if we don't get engaged, yeah, or if I don't move down, that like he's gonna go somewhere. Like he's not going anywhere. Like yeah. he's literally not leaving ever. Like he's not going anywhere. And I feel like sometimes people do the next step quicker than they should because they're bored and they think like oh well let's get another serotonin boost in our relationship and let's totally get engaged and let's move in and I I am good right now like making fun of him on my couch and then him leaving in 24 hours (laughs) get out of here you don't live here (laughs) well I love it I love you and I really love you you guys as a couple I feel like you guys are actually definitely now like a fan favorite couple in the Bravo thank you for sure I'd like to thank myself for that because (laughs) I feel like I've (laughs) elevated him did you get rid of the flip-flops yet (gasps) it's a battle it's such it's a it's a conscious battle every single day (laughs) what shoe do you want him to wear a normal sneaker I don't know anything 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 else literally anything an espadrille even like like truly anything the only you? thing that I think would be worse than a flip flop is like a Birkenstock or a boat shoe. Yeah, but, but I don't you gotta be careful. Shoe. He's in Charleston. That's like the land Oh, the boat shoe. I know. I know. Just put on like a pair of white sneakers. Like I've never in my life. <laughs> I've never like I don't know where the disconnect comes from. Like he's <sighs> like avidly does not want to get rid of the flip-flops and I'm just like I think I used the word avidly wrong I don't even think that's a word I literally like made no sense this entire podcast so don't worry yeah it is that was not a word but you know what I mean yes yeah I do well Paige I could talk to you for a million years but I will let you go my love you guys like Paige is everywhere wherever you turn you can see her she's on every single Bravo show follow her (laughs) at Paige DeSorbo on Instagram and of course she does Giggly Squad with the loves of our life or the love of our life um no the love of our lives Hannah Burns yes yes so check it out and also having me of course and you have live shows coming up for Giggly Squad too so you guys gotta check that out I'm coming to the next one for sure yes in New York City a million percent. You guys, that's it for us. Uh, Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And until next week, bye, girl, bye.